welcome to the Renew Cast. What's up, Jack? Back in the Renew Cast studios. Yeah, hey, how's it going? How you feeling? I'm feeling sassy. Oh, that's gonna be a good episode then. Yeah, you've been you're probably sassy because you've been bugging me to no, you know no, no. get these it, podcasts recorded. Yeah, but well, yet you just keep dishing out on no, you. No, it's I didn't dish out. It's just like you you're the one who's always who's like keeps yelling at me. But it's only it's it's always it's always my fault. It's never Dave's fault. Yelling? Mm-hmm. I was yelling at you. Yeah, Jack. I don't yell. Yeah, you do. Don't lie. I never have. Yelled. Everybody yells. What's it? Do you have a story of a time you yelled? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. What? Okay, so me and my friend Hunter, if you don't know him, we were um, back in the day in sixth grade. We would uh, play a lot of Call of Duty. We were huge fans of Call of Duty, and we always thought we were better than each other. And I just thought of this idea. I'm like, okay, we need to do a private match, just us, and we and whoever wins. We get to crown ourselves the best Call of Duty player of all time. Just you two, the best yeah, of all yeah, time. Just us two. Only snipers, though. That's that's how that shows true skill. Uh-huh. Okay. So, you know, we were playing that match, and it was actually really close. We were like, like head to head, and it would always be like one one two two. You know, it was tying up a lot. But I think I won. I forgot it was a long time ago. But I think I won. Because, you know, I'm, I'm the best. If he's listening right now, he's probably like, dude, yeah. Jack, you're he's such a like, liar. He's probably like, oh my gosh, Jack, you're so liar. No, anyways, <laughs> we're not going to go over that again. But, yeah, um, what happened was that I started nagging him. I'm like, haha, I won. I'm the best. Yeah, do 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 You know, like really getting on his nerves. I, I like to push his buns sometimes. And then that's when he, like, legit started crying. He's like, Jack, I can't believe you, man. I'm, I'm never your. Fr- I'm never gonna be your friend again. And then he just left the call, and then I was like, "Wait, how old were you guys at the time? Did you already say that?" Well, I was in sixth grade, so sixth I was grade. probably ten, about nine. I don't know, somewhere okay. around there. Sixth know. grade, yeah. You beat him in the, like the best ever tournament. Yeah. And he walks away crying. Yeah, he didn't. Even, yeah, he just left the match. He was just, I'm done. And no, so you don't know that he was literally crying. No, right? but I heard him. I heard his sobbing. I, I, you I, heard sobbing. Yeah, I heard crying. Because <laughs> it was just a voice chat. We were just talking. And then that's when he left the call, and I'm like, oh, man. I, I kind of feel bad now. Like, I was really pushing his buttons. I really I was testing him. And then that's when I um, got my keyboard, and I connected it to my Xbox, and then I typed out this whole message saying how sorry I am. And how, like, even though I still won, you're still my friend, and, like, that we shouldn't fight over this, and it's, like, so silly and stuff like that. And then, legit, like, an hour or two later, we came back online, and then we just started playing again. It was like it never happened. Like, nothing happened. Did you acknowledge in that little message to him that you guys were, like, BFFs? Yeah, dude. I I was like, man, dude, we're best friends. We can't, we can't leave each other, dude. It's like we belong here. We belong together. Oh, Ooh. it's like you're trying to go to another conversation that we're trying to have today on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, maybe. I like what you did there. But before we get into that, you know, Jack, what I appreciate about you is you are just this kind soul. Mm. Very kind soul. Stop it, Dave. 
Do you do you have a story for us about your kind soul? Yeah, actually, I, I do have a story. Okay. Okay. So I think this was back in sixth grade again or seventh grade. I don't know which one. What happened was that I was in bed and I saw a CD of the Beatles. And I listened to one of their songs called Let It Be. And it was 2 o'clock in the morning and everybody's asleep. So it's just me listening to the song. And I don't know why, but it really spoke to me, right? Because, like, I don't know. It was talking about like speaking words of wisdom and then I started thinking about my mom and how she spoke words of wisdom to me because mm-hmm. like you know she would always give me advice and stuff and and then I started randomly like tearing up like <laughs> like in bed and that's when I went to my mom's room while she was asleep and I was like mom wake up please and then she woke up she's like what are you doing and like she was so confused and probably scared yeah she was scared and then I was like um, I love you so much, and then I started crying and stuff. I'm like, I love you so much, mom. I, you're 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 my role model. I love you so much. And then we just like hugged each other, and she didn't really know why I was crying, but I was just like, I love you so much. And then I just went back to bed. So the next day, did she? Did you guys talk about? It? Did she say anything to you? No, she was just like, thought I was like, I don't know crazy or something i don't like know sleepwalking or something yeah something like that i don't know jack that's what i like about you like i said you're this kind soul what other high school actually sixth grader at the time you said maybe what other what other kid wakes up in the middle of the night and does that well i mean i do have another story of a person who would probably not do that really yes and um i don't want to like you know put his name out there so Let's just think of this guy. It's not Hunter, is it? No, 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 no. No, it's not Hunter. Just to get that out there. (laughs) Let's just call this guy Chester. All right? Chester. Yes. From Lincoln Park. Rest in peace, my man. I love him. All right. Anyways, we were thinking of doing this pool party, right, at my community pool. And we have a park right next to it. And we went through the gate. And then Chester saw this mug that was on the bench. And there was nobody else there. It was just the mug and the be- and the bench. That's it. And then Chester was like, "Hey, Jack, you you want to do something?" I'm like, "What do you mean? We're just gonna go to the pool. What, 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 what do you want?" And then he said, "Let's break the mug." And I'm like, "Well, why? What's the point?" And he's like, "Oh, it would be cool. Like, let's just see what happens." I'm like, "Well, obviously it's just gonna break. Like, what, what do you mean?" <laughs> And he's like, I don't know, I'm just bored. You want to just break it? And I'm like, well, what if it belongs to someone? It legit had someone's name on it. And it looked, it was like very old and... Like special to somebody. Yeah, very special. And I'm just thinking, Chester, no. Why Why would you do that, dude? I'm like, that's messed up. And then just when I said that, he grabbed the mug and threw it and just destroyed the mug on the concrete and it shattered everywhere. I'm sad for that little mug. Yeah. And more so for the person that lost that sad day. Jack, let's try to tie these stories into what we're actually going to talk about today, which is uh, this month at Renew, we've been talking about our first ministry value, ministry value number one. Now, if you haven't heard us talk about the ministry values yet, we have eight of them that are these short little statements for what we value, right, in ministry. So things like relationships and and prayer and 
family support and, and things like this. And so each month we have this little statement that we're going to focus on and that's going to be our theme for the month. So for September then, the first ministry value is about belonging. And the statement says this, We believe the church needs to be a place where all youth are welcome and find belonging. This happens through authentic, meaningful relationships between adults and youth. And so this past month, based off of this little statement, we've done a few messages and some activities that are centered around this. And the whole idea is to help us think about belonging and specifically belonging to the church. How do we create connections between adults and youth so that youth feel like they can walk in and and find a home here at Renew and at and at MPC. So, Jack, with that then, first off, do you feel like as a high schooler you belong here at Renew or at this church? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think I do. I think I belong to this church because, you know, me and you have a relationship, you know, we can go outside of the church, you know, have our coffee and stuff, and I can also hang out with Mish and go to her house, play with her puppies or something like that, <laughs> and just, like, talk to Bill whenever I want to, and, yeah, I just developed this relationship with you guys. So you have a good connection with us. What about other people? Do you feel like you have other connections in the church? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, like, you know, my friends always go there as well, and, you know, we We've done a lot together at the church, and we've done all these mission trips and stuff, and even if we weren't friends before, like, now we're really, really close. Yeah, so you've, because of opportunities that you've had to be connected here, you've made uh, new relationships with people. Yeah, exactly. And so that has resulted in you feeling a sense of belonging at the church then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because I feel like if someone left most people would leave as well because everybody's so connected. So if none of your friends were here, or if let's say I left or Mish or Bill left, it would be harder for you to feel that sense of belonging? Yeah, it would be very hard. Okay. But I, I, would, I would try to, try to meet like maybe the new youth leader or whatever, but it would be pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy how in the church so much of it is centered around relationships. You know, it's not necessarily about are we doing something awesome, that's a benefit if we are a cool missions trip like Jamaica, right? You are on that. Yeah. But it's it's more so like you're saying the relationship that got you there in the first place. Yeah. Right. So I'm curious, you're connected, and of course there are lots of people that would probably say a similar thing that feel connected. But what about others outside of the church? You know, so even think of your your peers at school. Uh, do you think there's a uh, a general sense from kids, teenagers, high schoolers, middle schoolers in our culture today that that feel that same sense of connection to the church? Well, I mean, it's very different outside the church, you know, because I have a bond with this church, but I can see other people not having this relationship or, or anything. And that's kind of scary because if they're not interested in it, then there's going to be no future for this church because, you know, we are the next generation after you guys. And yeah. if we get bored and we're just out of there, what's the church going to be? Yeah, and I think that's great insight, and that's something that we're trying to work on. You know, that's the whole point of this conversation, right? How do we help kids feel connected to the church? How do we help them feel like they belong in the church? How do we do that? Well, for me, I built so many relationships with this church, so that's the main reason for me. 
So how do we do that for others? Which in the last podcast, you know, we were kind of talking about the new model for this fall. How do we create some interest groups for people? Yeah, and it's it's a good idea because, you know, like I said last time in the other podcast, you can't really make it so repetitive because it just can get so boring for some people if we just kept it the same thing over and over. So you think people outside of the church get tired of the regular church routine come to youth group talk about jesus and a message and go home and repeat next week yeah i mean it can happen once in a while but i mean it's just it needs to keep having some changes you know just to keep it interesting so i'm trying to make the connection between that and how do we help other youth outside of the church feel connected to the church so another thought for us here We want to develop relationships, and of course, I think if people outside of the church were to develop that relationship, then maybe they might feel a connection. But I'm wondering if there's this roadblock to making that happen, because maybe in their mind they've just already made it up that the church doesn't really have much to offer them. So what do you think people outside of the church, how do you think they view the church? Are they even open to come and create a relationship here? I mean, I, I don't even feel like they think we even have a relationship in the church. Huh. I, I think they just think that we go, to, we go to church, we sing, we do our worship, and then we go. And, that, and that's it, period. There's no relationship. Like they, they need to understand that it's just this huge community, and we're trying to make it bigger and expand it than just the church because it's more than that, you know? Yeah, so do you think your friends outside of the church— understand that you have these significant relationships within the church or do they think you just come here and do like boring religious stuff well for for my close friends they they know it's more deeper because you know i always send pictures of you (laughs) and send it to to you guys to, to all of them for like going to the coffee shop or whatever yeah but for people who i don't know or i just know they they probably just think that i just go to sunday school and that's it okay so how do we get people to see that this place is about a relationship? Because, and, and then a follow-up question to that is, what's so special about the relationships here inside the church? You know, if you, maybe those people are saying, hey, I, I have my family, I have my friends outside of this place. I don't understand what is the big deal about relationships in the church, you know? So what's what's the difference? Well, I mean, for me, it's just, you can learn from so many different people that you would never think of talking to, you know, because there's so many different age ranges and you can learn a lot from different generations, you know, like for you, like talking to us at the coffee shop, talking about how like, oh, memes are so (laughs) stupid and it's ruining. I hate memes. Yeah, he hates memes, by the way. But it's just like we would never think of these videos or just anything in general to think about it being bad and seeing different generations learning from other different generations Mm -hmm. it really gives you an open mind about things yeah and by the way i don't necessarily think memes are bad some of them (laughs) are funny my point is some of them are just kind of judgmental and discriminatory and i feel like you guys just laugh at that stuff And don't really understand how that might be affecting how you treat people, you know. So I just want to have a conversation about 
what's the good and and the bad in those things yeah but yeah that's that's a great point we have this relationship that maybe offers something different than what you get from just relationships outside of the church that aren't maybe as significant or not not that they're not significant but maybe you just have these fun friendships and inside the church we want it to be a fun friendship too but also one that challenges you in your thinking right Mm -hmm. so with that thought then let me kind of say something maybe a little bit crazy i don't know if it's that crazy but in a, a couple weeks ago we we did a message and I talked about Genesis chapter two and in it is it's the creation story where uh, God creates Adam, God creates man and uh, he hasn't created Eve yet. And so he, he puts Adam in charge of managing the the garden of Eden and uh, he gets to name all the animals and blah, 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 you know, the story. And it gets to a point where, God looks at all that he has made and he, and he says that it is good. But Adam is alone because he doesn't have Eve yet. And God says that it is not good. The point that I want to talk about, because we've all heard that story a thousand times, is I think there's something t- in this story where uh, Eve is this kind of example of, of life. You know, often... Uh, God gives us these rules, right? And even in the Garden of Eden, uh, Adam is told he is not to eat from the tree of knowledge of the good and evil or what? He dies. But um, right after that, God creates Eve and, and says that it is good that man has Eve. And this is an example of, I think, of God giving us life, God giving us like the best thing for us. And so... The cool, I think, crazy thing that I'm getting at here with this story is God knows what we need, right? God knows when things are not good, and God knows when things are good. But often, if you read through the book of Genesis, what do we see man doing? Over and over, he's sinning and making mistakes and being separated from God and just basically creating death in his own life. But yet here God gives us Eve, who's this representation of what, what life is. God gives us what is good. God gives us life. And so the thing I want to say is when it comes to this conversation about belonging and relationships within the church, I think that relationships in the church are kind of what God is talking about here in Genesis chapter 2 when he says that it's not good for man to be alone. So in the church we find these relationships that offer something more than what we get outside of the church. So there's meaning and significance and these positive life-giving things that can come from relationships outside of the church, right? We have friends and family outside of the church that many of us find great significance in, right? Yeah. But at the same time, there's something a little bit deeper to what we get in the church. There's a deeper kind of relationship that I think God offers us that has more of an eternal significance than temporary significance with relationships outside of the church. So even think about clubs, sports teams that you're a part of outside of the church, right? These are all based around this common interest of a sport. 
Mm -hmm. That could change. You know, friends that you have in high school, you're probably not going to be friends with most of them. Which and is you're true. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, and you're going to have these new friendships that you meet in college, and then the same thing repeats all over again after college. And so relationships in the church, though those people may come and go, there's something more eternally significant that happens because of what we believe about who God is. So there's something so much deeper to that relationship. Yeah, that, that's why having a relationship in the church is just so important because if you don't have that close connection with the people or the church in general, then there's, for me, I don't find any point of even going if there's not going to have any relationship. You're saying you don't want to go to church if there's not the relationship. There's no point to that. Yeah, in my opinion, for me. Right, and I guess that's what you were kind of saying earlier, that maybe for people outside of the church, they view it as, we just go there and it's we do our, our religious deal, whatever that looks like, and then we go home, right? But if it was just about that, then there's really not a point to that. And I think that ties in exactly with Genesis chapter 2. God says, I want you to be in relationship. Life is being in relationship with those that I've created you to be in relationship. That's maybe where some of the the religion stuff that comes in plays a role but the relationship comes first and then what god asks us to do in life comes after that the religion piece almost doesn't mean anything without the relationship piece yeah you don't you want to you don't want to be the guy from castaway talking to a volleyball all by yourself <laughs> that would not work out at all yeah being alone equals nothing nothing there's no point yeah and the hard part is we're not trying to say that relationships outside of the church are nothing but maybe eventually just being on our own leads to nothing yeah so jack why are we talking about all of this this whole ministry value number one uh, belonging and finding significance within the church is because we we believe that God offers us something deeper, more significant than what we can get anywhere else. And like the ministry value says, we believe that this happens for youth. This happens by connecting adults and youth together. Yeah, try, try to collaborate with clubs or something and try to talk to people that are in different generation or different groups. Even if they're younger or older than you, like you can learn a lot from people and what their generation's like and it really gives you an open mind yeah so the challenge is to reach out and, and try to develop a relationship on a little bit deeper level because uh, long term the more connections you have to the church the more opportunities there are to be connected to the church beyond high school which leads to more significant relationships in your life we believe Hopefully you come to this place and you feel like you belong here. That's what we're striving to do. Yeah, whoever's listening to this, you belong here. You, you right there. I see you doing, doing what you're doing. <laughs> I can see you. If you guys need to come talk to Jack about belonging, and he'll, he'll say that to you personally, face-to-face, eye-to-eye. Or right now. Or right now. Jack, any closing thoughts? We've been talking for a long time, so... Listen to our last podcast. It was really good. We talked about some, some fun stuff. Boom. <laughs> Boom. All right, Jack. Well, thanks for another episode. We'll, yeah. be, we'll, be, we'll be back at this again, hopefully.
very soon. Yeah, and not after like a month, which is kind of my fault, but also your fault a little bit. Okay, I'll I'll accept that. Okay. All right. All right, dude. All right, peace. Hey, hey, see you at Disgustingly Delicious. All right, see you later.